You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down in West Village today with Sophia Jans. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming to the podcast, and I mean... The best thing about having guests on is we get to hang out before we record. And I feel like I already know you super well by just chatting and hanging out. And you yeah. obviously know a lot about me now, so which is awesome. <laughs> uh, but thanks for coming on the podcast today. Excited yes. to dive in. And I told Jackson this. The first time I remember seeing you guys together uh, with Jackson's been on previous podcast, um, I remember you, I sat down next to you guys at EOTA or something. Yeah. And I was like plugging my laptop in and I just looked up and I seen Jackson in his like in his special glasses that he had on that day. And then I sort of looked at you and I was like, you guys don't look like you're from here. You guys look like you've walked off a catwalk. Um, but then I was just like sat there and I had my headphones in, but I had no music playing. I was totally listening to what you guys were talking about. <laughs> so and it was like all branding stuff. I'm like, which is stuff that gets me going. I like love branding things as well. And yeah. I think at the time I was reading like Donald Miller's story brand book. And yes, like, yes. Okay, cool. And then I did a podcast with Melissa uh, and you guys walked in and left as I was, we were doing the podcast. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. In the uh, office, I was like, yeah. oh, and she's like, you guys, you, you have to interview these guys. So we're finally here. It's probably yes. a year later, but still we're yeah, here. Yeah, that was We've a long time it. ago, but, um, but yeah, so thanks for coming on the podcast. And Absolutely. thanks for you know, having me. We spoke to, I spoke to Jackson about fringe, which we'll dive in and hear your side of things too, uh, about going to around the world trip to figure <laughs> out if you know each other or not, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. Uh, but take me like way back like born and raised you from here i was born and raised in colorado um i moved around a lot when i was little so when people ask me where i'm from where i'm from i'll usually say oklahoma okay um but born in colorado lived in wisconsin for a minute then texas um but i've been here in oklahoma since 2008 so okay a little over 12 years now Yeah. yeah were you in colorado for long no, I was in Colorado. I was born in Colorado and then lived there just like as a baby. Came back when I think like second and third grade mm-hmm. was my experience there. So my grandparents or my grandma and my uncle are still in Colorado. So yeah. I go often. So you get but, to visit, which is the yeah. best thing. And not yeah, have to worry about but it doesn't really feel like home as much as Oklahoma does. Yeah. And then yeah. you said Wisconsin just briefly. So briefly. Yeah. yeah. My dad's job had him traveling around a lot. I think I'd lived in like... Oh, 15 houses growing up. Like, I yeah. we moved around a lot. Military? So, no, he's in the uh, mortgage business and just, like, had a... Oh, okay, like, yeah. I don't know. He was head of some company and, I don't know, Great. just traveling around. Yeah, doing all so the you got to grow up seeing loads managing. of different places and yeah. people and friends and... Yeah, yeah. Schools, what the, all the rest of it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, when you mentioned... Every time someone mentions Wisconsin, have you seen the movie Love Actually? Yes, yeah. You know the guy, the British guy, saying, like, I'm going to Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin and, of all places. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the best. That's like one of my favorite films, especially around Christmas. Oh, of like, course. No shame in saying that at all. It's just so good. Uh, that's the first thing that comes to my mind every time someone <laughs> mentions Wisconsin. Honestly, that's the only like shout out Wisconsin really has in yeah. Hollywood. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. Yeah. I had like, so I went to lunch the other day with my wife and her friend was in town and her friend's boyfriend is from Wisconsin. Mm. And I told that to him and I told, I did like the thing, like the, I, I did the, 
um, some of the the lines from from the movie, and he looked at me as if like I've got four heads, that he was totally insulted. Oh my Which gosh. is hilarious because so I feel I don't feel that way when people try and in you know like have an accent, people say it back, you know they. Oh, whatever sure. it is, right? They try and mention or talk like the queen or whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I could because I don't react to it. I didn't think he would. Well, I don't think it went very well. Anyway, um, first time I met him, so I'm sure we'll be best friends and yeah. we'll get together another awesome time. First impressions. I highly doubt he's listening, so it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> Wisconsin, what a place! Never yeah. been, not yet, but um, I want to because they have good golf in Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. Uh, my only memory is just so much snow, like snow above yeah. my head. It was so young. That's really all I can yeah. remember from that place. <laughs> so, you, so you come to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, uh, you come to Oklahoma because dad has work here? Yes, yes. Okay, so you have no family here outside of like well, mom and dad? Well, no, my, both of my parents are from Oklahoma, okay. so we have family roots here, and Which is he good. came back for work and just be closer to family, nice. and this was when I was in what, like fifth grade, you know, so yeah. developmental years were here in yeah. Oklahoma. So yeah, well, the stuff that you can really remember is here. Yeah. So yeah. you go to school and live in in Oklahoma City? Uh, so I went to Edmond North, mm-hmm. you know, for high school. And then I kind of had an untraditional path. I um, went to Ed- traditional high school for freshman year. And then yeah. in soft- beginning of sophomore year, I dropped out and finished high school online. Okay. Um, so I was in the modeling industry. Okay. And I was more excited about building my career than just going to prom and, you know, doing the Friday Night Lights thing. You know, this yeah. not, wasn't really my thing. So... You were jetting around the country being I, a modelist. <laughs> I was... Um, first, I started working in the office um, and really got some good, good hands-on experience of what it's like to run yeah. a business. And at such a young age, I'm super thankful. From a management company in town? So, yeah, I worked for Brink Model Management, okay. both as a model, and then I also worked in the office with her, um, Heather Robas, who owns it. Yeah. And so it started off as kind of an internship. Well, the whole game in modeling is if you're going to make it big, you have to get down to this tiny runway size. And almost no just girl walking on the street is traditionally that size if you're as tall as I am. And so as I was, you know, training with like the Victoria's Secret trainer and, you know, I was doing all the things um, as I was getting down to this right size in quotes, um, I worked in her office and I got to learn about like how she runs her business and... And it's since it's such a small company, I had so right. much room for like growing within that. And it really expanded into like helping her like direct all of development within her agency, um, scouting new faces and mm-hmm. then seeing, you know, helping them try to build their career, training them on how mm-hmm. to walk, how to pose in photos. Um, cause you know, you just take a girl you see at the mall and you ask her to, you know, pose in front yeah. of the camera. A lot of them get nervous and you know, they have right. to like take some learn. serious confidence and takes so much confidence. And there's just some like tricks of the trade as to how to like really convey this emotion. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, almost silent acting if you will. So kind of training these girls up. Uh-huh. And then, um, I also booked jobs for them and, you know, got to really like learn how to run that business. Yeah. Uh, super exciting. And then at 18, I had been working in her office for a little over two years then and finally got down to the right size, you know, for um, going up to New York. So went up to New York with um, Heather and my mom and met with eight different agencies at the time. Like, that's essentially like... I don't even know, like the Super Bowl of the modeling world. Like you can't just go there overnight without a ton of experience. But my agent had enough like feedback on me. She thought, you know, let's just, let's just try it. Yeah. Um, 
And so I went up just with a carry-on suitcase, ended up signing with one of these agencies, and they had me move into their apartment in Soho the next day. So literally the next literally day. Literally the next day. And you're 18 so years old. 18 years old, thought I was just coming to like meet these agencies to hear like <laughs> where I should go travel to get experience before right. I can come to New York. And they're like, no, like you're perfect. Like we have to have you now. And I was just like stunned, you know, just dream. I was just like, yeah. what on earth? Um, and just the, it almost felt like culture shock coming from Oklahoma City, right. moving up to New York. And I just never been there before. I hadn't traveled around a lot. And it's just, I lived in a model apartment with seven other girls from around the world. And some of them couldn't speak English. Like we would just gesture towards each other, you yeah. know, like, I was like, Hey, I'm also going to cook next to you. It was just, it was a funny experience. Yeah. Um, just being fully thrown into it. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. It was so fascinating. Um, so I went up there for like right before uh, mm -hmm. fashion week, which is, you know, the, the, the big, biggest thing, the in, biggest the world, thing right? in that yeah. industry. And so the whole point of like going for that time is launching your career around a runway show. Okay. It's like a kind of the way that they do it there. And they took my photos and sent it off to this huge casting director that books like the biggest jobs in the mm -hmm. industry. And she literally had me on hold for a huge show. Like same day I signed the contract to That's be a model. Mad. Is, yeah. Crazy. So yeah. I was on hold for a, it's called like a worldwide exclusive Okay. where they love you so much and they think that you embody their brand so well, they don't want any other brand to have you and they want okay. like you to be their girl sure. to like be the face of the brand. So I was on hold for an exclusive with Alexander Wang, yeah. 18, just like so new to all of this, like scary, but so <laughs> exciting. So then I go to the Alexander Wang like showroom and I meet him and just like walk for him, you know, in his yeah. clothes. And I got to see like the mad dash of like sewing all of these pieces and putting together this collection. Like just the, you know, a month before the show was a mad house, yeah. like fabric just flying everywhere. I got to see, um, you know, the collection before it launched. So it was super exciting, but they were like, made you leave your phones outside. Like right. it was super like secretive. Yeah. Um, such a cool experience. So, um, that happened. Like there was like this month of like going to castings and getting other options for mm -hmm. other shows. Um, ended up like having like two of the biggest casting directors in the industry fighting over who could <laughs> launch my career. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, what on yeah. earth? Like I never got it. I'm just like, this is crazy to yeah. me. But and everything's um, happening so fast that you just so like, I'm fast just I couldn't even it. process it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, my agency decided to rebrand me a bit because I have apparently I've had hundreds of people analyze my face and like tell me how I look, which is you know kind <laughs> of just a bizarre. It's yeah. it's strange, um, but apparently I have more of a European feel to okay. me than more than rather than like a Southern American girl, and so they changed my name to Romy. Okay. And I was Romy Jans and I was, you know, trying to, in an effort like to make me legally or cooler, just in branding? Just, just okay. branded me that yeah. way. I was like, I'm not going to legally change my name <laughs> until I like launch a career under right. that. Yeah. Um, so they kind of just rebranded me um, and I was going around the city, like introducing myself as Romy. I was like almost having an identity crisis. I was like, I hadn't said my real name in like a month. And I was yeah. like, literally, who am I? What on earth? It was definitely an alter ego because Romy's very cool and kind of cold and aloof and just, you know, she's the cool girl that you want to get to know, but you can't really get to yeah. know. It was fascinating, you know, because the the brands they were pushing me towards were very like edgy, cool, you know, right. it wasn't like sweet floral prints and like the whole yeah. big smiles, like not at all. Um, 
So it's fascinating. That's mad. Yeah. Total. Like, I, and, and I'm really talking about like, again, like, uh, I don't really want to say this, but like, and one of my favorite movies is Devil Wears Prada as well. Yeah. It's such a good movie. It's a great movie. So it's totally like that. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. mad, isn't Crazy. It? So crazy. <sighs> so And good. so uh, I got to meet Mark Jacobs. Like, I just got to meet these people that I'd looked up to, and I was yeah. just, like, nervous. Um, and so two days before the show, I went in for this fitting, and it's where they kind of start at thousands of girls they looked at and then then they've kind of weaned it down to like 40 out of the like 30 spots in the show and so it was kind of like that final time and I walk in and I see a photo of my face pinned on a board next to supermodels and it was just so surreal I'm just like I am on the same board as Bella Hadid and all of these girls that I've looked up to and I'm just like what on earth like this is mad like I've literally been doing this for like a month in like a legit that's way like wild. modeling in Oklahoma barely counts you right. know like that's yeah. that's cute. pageants or whatever that's it is cute. yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just crazy but um they were going to cut off all my hair make me have inch long bangs bleach off my eyebrows shave the back of my head and dye it all red like fire engine red like yeah. it was gonna be very edgy very unique um so i was like seeing the hairstyle they were gonna do and i was just like okay well hey i guess this is my new vibe yeah. you know and so It'll grow back it's fine yeah i was like uh, for this like opportunity like shave me bald i don't yeah. care honestly um but so like a day before the show at this point, I woke up and I was feeling so sick and it was just bizarre and scary to the point where I was like physically feeling extremely ill. And yeah. I also woke up and my stomach looked like six months pregnant. Like really? I went from flat, tiny model yeah. size to literally looking six like months swollen, pregnant. Like yeah, you, swollen. Yeah, swollen. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? So I go into my agency, obviously freaking out. Like, you know, like I hadn't, like what on earth? (laughs) And um, anyway, I had to go to an urgent care and they ended up not being able to figure out what was wrong with me in time for me to walk the show. And, you know, if I had just been feeling physically ill, I would have absolutely just pushed out. I was like, I'll take some Advil. I'll, you know, like drink some coffee and just get yeah, over it myself and watch the show. I'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. But when I physically look pregnant, I couldn't even fit into the show look. Like yeah. there's no, there's nothing I could do. Oh, and so, so sad. Had like to cancel all the shows I was on hold for because I was going to open for Alexander Wang and then I had, I was on hold for like Hugo Boss and Calvin Klein oh, and Tommy Hilfiger. Like so many brands that yeah. were so exciting. Like absolutely like launched my career. Um, and this and is 2008. This is, no, this is, so this 2016. is 2016. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was 18 at this time. Sorry, yeah. And so they had to cancel it all and yeah. they sent me home and they were just like, come back as soon as you can whenever you're healthy. Like, I'm so sorry, dear. Like, we'll make yeah. it, it'll be fine, you know. I ended up um, being sick for two years straight. What? Yes. Was that just because of like the training and not eating or what well, was it? Well, it was, it was a, so many things at once. Um, but basically, it took so long to figure out what was wrong with me. Yeah. I went to 19 different specialists before even anyone even figured it out. Yeah. Um, and so I was absolutely just bedridden sick. Like could, didn't have enough energy to even get out of bed. I looked six months pregnant for two years straight. Wow. Like, so I was embarrassed to leave the house. You right. know, it was just awful. Um, 
And so ended up having some like rare digestive disorder where it was like anytime I would eat or drink anything, like my stomach would be flat and then it would like distend if I even drank water. Um, Because it's just this, apparently just a disbalance of this gut bacteria, your gut microbe needs a very fine balance. um, And if that gets out of whack, then it can just entirely destroy your body. And so um, I had like knots under my skin all over my body like the size of almonds like just covered in like weird like lumps like bizarre like I was gonna go to the Mayo Clinic this was so like bizarre and anyway I have finally found a doctor that figured out what was wrong with me and she's absolutely like changed my life like I thought that was my destiny just like to be the sick girl right yeah really like sad dark time in my life Um, being a potential star like of the world of Uh, you know fashion to to laying in bed I can't leave my house now yeah so it was just a traumatic time so between 18 and 20 you know like the years of you like growing up and becoming a woman and and, you know empowerment and confidence and all the rest of it I was watching my model friends like go off and build amazing careers one of my dearest friends works for like kim kardashian beauty mark jacobs like all these brands he's super exciting stuff and so she was off doing that and then you know my oklahoma friends like going off to college going to ou osu whatever and in this like time of this formative time in everyone's lives they kind of just forgot about me and so i just like didn't have any friends i was just kind of on social media like watching like you know what my friends were doing and i was just like that is but obviously not posting anything or oh gosh i went went, yeah yeah, dark i wouldn't talk to anyone like i would like i just was so sad it was heartbreaking because the last they knew was like i went up to new york and that's the last they heard yeah i just vanished um so, but so thankful, like fully healthy now, normal Good. girl, like the, everything was figured out and I just have to take some different supplements, you know, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so incredibly oh, thankful, mad. but I feel like that was such a formative time for me too. Just like going yeah. through something so hard at a, such a young age, like really kind of shaped like who I am today. Yeah. Um, so once I was finally like feeling healthy again, like I was just desperate to get back out into the world and live life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think college like made sense for me. I had been working like in, I'd had that office experience for right. like five You've had years. That world experience now. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I, I feel like to go to going to college would almost feel like I was regressing. Going in back that. to school. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I could just go get a business degree, but I'd rather just be in business now. Yeah. And, and with your world experience and your resume yeah. now, you're like, Hey, like I've seen yeah. some things. I was like, I, f- I have connections. I feel like I could just get a job now. Why, why not? And I can yeah. always go back to college. I already missed the college opportunity in sure. quotes, yeah. you know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything I was interested yeah, in. Yeah, because if you go back, you're the older one. I'm the older you know, one. I'm yeah. not going to go to the whatever. You know, right. it's not going to be a sorority girl. Sorry like, no. Yeah. So I ended up meeting Joy Barcel, who mm-hmm. is an amazing woman in you know the luxury real estate sphere. Mm-hmm. She's a dear friend of Heather that. Um, they connected yeah. me and I started working for her super kind of easy at first, like 10 hours a week. I was still like recovering. So sure. it was like a good, like step back into the real world. Um, instead of just being, you know, locked at home. So, right. Yeah. But I was so excited to just have a life again. Right. That, Cause you kind of like being reborn. Yes. Right? You're like, okay, like I've gone through all this stuff. I have all this experience. Yeah. It's super traumatic, but I've grown so much in it. I can pretty much handle anything now. Right. I'm ready to step out in the world and start working again or 
building yeah. a new career. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I was so thankful for this opportunity with her that I just looked at her and I was like, you have so much potential in what you're doing. Like, and I can, I feel strongly that I can yeah. help you build this business. I want more than 10 hours. Like I, let's just do it, you yeah. know? And so in the first month I went from working like 10 hours to closer to like 90 hours a week. <laughs> like, that's I'm... just my personality. I'm like, give me more. I'm just yeah. excited. Like I want to do this. And so super incredible opportunity to work for such an amazing woman and mm-hmm. get, I mean, she's such a badass. Like I yeah. just was so inspired by her. I got to learn so much mm-hmm. um, and so many different things working with her. Uh, at the time, she kind of had her more private like team. Sure. And as I worked with her, we grew this into you know what is now Angle and Volkers. Yeah. So super exciting to kind of walk through that whole process with her. I would go on, you know, these listing presentations and I would have my portion of the pitch and I was just yeah. excited that at 20, she was allowing me to have like part of the team, part of the team. Yeah. yeah. Like trying to help her sell these million dollar homes. Um, I got to meet such cool people through that. I got mm-hmm. to show a supermodel, a house here in Oklahoma city. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like crazy. Why are you here? Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I got to see the coolest of what Oklahoma city has to offer, mm-hmm. which I didn't, I hadn't fully understood how cool our city was until I right. got to meet joy and fully like get the real tour. Yeah. Cause I feel like realtors know the city almost better than anyone else. You almost have to comes right. with the, comes with the job. Yeah. Um, but so with her, I was helping her sell all of these houses and I did a lot of marketing and mm-hmm. advertising for that as well. And just kind of really my introduction into that world. Yeah. Um, and then in her spare time, she also likes to flip houses and she believed in me so much. She yeah. bought two historic homes in Mesta Park to flip and she was so busy with her real estate you know, work. She didn't have time to do it herself. So she essentially handed me the keys, told me the budget, sent yeah. me some contractors numbers and was just like, do it. Design it. Knock yeah. Di- out. Design it. And yeah. I was, she came in a few times, but like it was on me. And I was just like, kind of scared. Like I was like, I have, n- I have no idea about construction, but yeah. I know what looks good and I know what's selling. And I, you yeah. know, like I had that had mindset. For it. I had yeah. the eye for the design, but the actual mm. structure is what kind of scared me. Yeah. But I just dove in and I just like having her believe so much that I could do it. Like I was like, wow, yeah. okay, well, I guess if you believe I can do it, then I'll believe it too. And like, yeah. let's just do the dang thing. And um, so I ended up, renovating two like 100 year old homes um from the foundation yeah. up like yeah, literally master park you have so many things you have to deal with you can't yeah. just go in and build this amazing yeah. glass metal structure right you, no. you cannot do that because no, there's the so many things you have to work riot. with riot yeah. yeah you have to do historic pre- preservation and all oh the rest of yes it. so i got to learn you know like about old wiring and all the old yeah. plumbing and all like we have to do the re- redo the whole thing and then going and standing in front of the historic preservation board and presenting my cases and yeah. I was so excited too I didn't think it was like that big of a deal um, but when I got there in the other cases every single other person had hired an attorney to represent their case Wow! and I'm standing there like 21 <laughs> at the time just like with my little papers and I'm like oh okay well I guess it's just like me yeah total self-confidence um, yeah. and bold and it's kind of blind confidence at that point right yeah I was like I'm just wanting to put in a window like it's not that hard um but thankfully we got everything we were wanting to do approved and it was a really cool process but I loved getting to do the you know interior design portion as well like starting from that layout of like trying to understand like Mm -hmm. how to make this beautiful historic home like function well in today's world while still like honoring that historic structure 
Yeah. And then kind of designing it um, to have that. Super exciting. Yeah. It was, I loved that. Yeah. So, so, so that's what gets the juices flowing for the whole branding side of things. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like that's like, I love doing this. Yeah. Working you know, in design. Building I mean, a I'd brand. Always, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I really helped Joy. Like, she was like the first brand that I really helped her yeah. build and going up to New York and meeting with all of the Engel and Volkers, uh, Ed, executives yeah. and like seeing like yeah, how bringing that to Oklahoma city was right. totally a, you know, a whole, huge thing. Whole for thing. Yeah. yeah. And so being super involved in that launch process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as well as like managing the construction project for her new shop mm-hmm. here in midtown Oklahoma city. Um, just kind of being aware of like how to brand the physical space. When yeah. you walk into that shop, it's gorgeous. And they, I think they did a really good job with that. And like mm-hmm. having a part in that was super uh, exciting for yeah. me. That's to, so cool. You know, really like fully do the branding thing. And yeah. I realized um, soon after that I wanted to do, I wanted to just keep doing that. And I didn't want to limit myself to real estate. And yeah. I had that experience and I wanted, I was so hungry for more. Um, right as I was having these feelings, I was trying to understand like, what's my next move? Like, mm-hmm. how do I, how do I get to do this more and more? Cause this right. is really what I love. Yeah. Cause you can't, because you've built this brand, like you're either going to just kind of stay on and become right. a real estate agent yourself. Maybe you'll right. go down that road or you're like, I want to do this every day for other businesses and right. multiple and do something I love, Absolutely. which is, you know, and yeah. build that, build your own business. Right. That's one of the things mm-hmm. I think that people in marketing, like they get tired of or something <laughs> that that's common. And I have a friend who does the same thing and he's like, I never have enough time to build my own business. Oh, like, well, quit so your freaking hard. job. Like, yeah. you do this, you do this for other people. I said, take a year off, save us some money, and just Wait, go fly out. Do it for out. yourself, yeah. Uh, which I think he's finally decided to do soon. So, fingers crossed. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, you, I guess, meet Jackson during this whole process, right? Yes, and right as like, I was, I, you know, ended my, you know, job in yeah. real estate. I was just kind of sitting there, and I'm like, I want to figure out what I want to do. And in that like two week period, I met Jackson through some mutual friends and he was telling me about this vision of what he wanted to bring to Oklahoma city. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd been mulling it over for over six months at this point. And I was just like, why let's do, let's it. do it. Like, yeah. what is stopping you? You know, like let's do the damn thing. Yeah. And so we didn't know each other at all, but we worked so well together at the same time. I feel like our, you know, personalities are so drastically different. We're a good dynamic together. Um, and so we decided, you know, if we're really going to start this company together, we have to make sure that we can get along. (laughs) And so sitting at our bar, just over some Aperol spritz, we were just like, well, should we like, I don't know, go on a trip and just see like how we, you know, fare, yeah. like spending the not lot of time together in a different country, different like, country. Yeah. I was yeah. like, so we like, where are we going? He was like, Oh, we could go to Mexico or something. And I was like, why don't we go to Bali, Indonesia? And he's just like, yes, yeah. let's do it. That's the perfect place. And I was just like, so crazy, but I had just wanted to relax a little bit too Mm. of like really just like mindfully like don't rush like fully like plan this out yeah and so we flew halfway across the world together and schemed as to it's what like three fringe or four could different be. Flights, isn't it, to Bali? Oh gosh, yeah. So we drove <laughs> like door to door. Yeah. I think it was like a fifty-hour like yeah. transit. So we drove to, down to Dallas, then took a flight from Dallas to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to Seoul, Korea, mm-hmm. and then from <laughs> Korea, I think then to Indonesia. Yeah. And then it was like. 
a three hour drive to the, to Uluwatu. Yeah. Um, so quite, quite the adventure. How old are you that time? Cause I mean, both of you are still young. Oh, well, I was young anyway, but. freshly 22. Yeah. So I'm 23 now. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so, so got to know each other very well over that. Was it two period weeks? Of time. Yeah, two yeah. weeks. You have to go. Yeah, when you're flying that far, you have to go. Two you weeks. have to. Yeah, like even ten days is like. Yeah, no, I, I think, need a few more days. I think it was two to, two week, ten to two maybe ten days. But I think it was two weeks. Two weeks it, of like, travel. Whatever yeah. it was, it didn't feel like enough. Yeah, I mean, we barely were like adjusted to the time, and it was already time to go back, and we're like, oh, which God. is the worst thing about travel. Oh, is yeah, trying to adjust. Uh, wow, so. This trip is like probably the first trip that you've taken that's like, I'm actually going to go relax and take some time off yeah. from the modeling yeah. through getting sick, through yeah. building Joy's business and doing all that and remodeling two houses. Mm-hmm. And then you like, I'm done with real estate. I'm going to do my own thing now. Yeah. And you meet Jackson and you think, oh, yeah, let's just go and just build, like plan things out, but on a beach in Bali, yeah. halfway yeah. around the world, yeah. <laughs> drinking, you know. <laughs> Pina coladas or Oh, absolutely. Just always a tropical yeah. drink in our hand as we were scheming. But I had been working from like 6 a.m. to midnight, like yeah. six days a week. And so I was just like, I have to take a break before I start something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, it was the perfect place to yeah. do that. So then you come up with Fringe. Yeah. So then we come up with Fringe and we come back and we have this plan and just started, started doing it. Um, super exciting. Our first like real client under fringe was uh, Brian Bogart reached out and yeah. we did some branding for the Jones assembly. They throw a annual event and now it's weekly, um, called Lo- local tap. Yeah. Um, super fun event where we got to design all of the event, you know, material for yeah. and little like pint tasting glasses and whatever. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, and then it's just really exploded from there. Um, we've done a lot of cool projects with him yeah. in the social order. We've really enjoyed all, you know, their vision. And we really like to partner with uh, businesses that want to offer something different to the world. There's so many branding agencies around yeah. that will all, you know, just kind of do the safe and normal, like pretty yeah. work. Like none of it's nothing bad, but right. it's nothing. Build a website, we, go to Canva. Yeah, like, go to Canva, pick yeah. out. Yeah. And it's just, yeah you know, the same thing over and over again, if you really start paying attention mm-hmm. and we just wanted to offer something different and something fresh and something new. And yeah. with that, it takes working with businesses that really want to operate like from the leading edge. And yeah. so we're like, well, come dance on the fringe and we'll do something different yeah. and really offer something different to well, how do you guys like both of you being and Jackson's story is amazing too. Like going to San Francisco and yeah. then having a podcast, like when he was 12, basically <laughs> uh, amazing for everyone listening. He used to go back to listen to that one. It's five or six episodes back. Uh, Jackson fall. Amazing. Shout out. If you're listening, probably <laughs> is listening. Great golf swing, by the way. Um, you know, uh, what are you thinking when you're pitching businesses? Like you're like, we're super young, but we know this. We've, we, it's not like you've just graduated college and you're fresh out of college with no right. knowledge. You right. know, Jackson goes to, San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, you're building a business, you've been around the world and, yeah. and seen businesses. You have so much more knowledge. You probably have as much knowledge when you're starting out as someone who's 30 years old. Absolutely. Right. From yeah. working and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is when you were started pitching businesses, you didn't have that, like, obviously you might've been a little nervous, but you were mm-hmm. total confidence that you could do this. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And it was just the, I, we're just so confident in who we are mm-hmm. and we feel sure that what we offer is drastically different than what a lot of 
other agencies around here yeah. in general are offering for their customers. And we're just not ashamed of the fact that we're so young and we use that as, I mean, it's a benefit. Yeah. You know, this is what happens when they grow up on the internet. We have such a unique perspective, literally mm -hmm. growing up in this new world. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy for people who don't have that perspective to almost fall behind and um, become the crusty old marketing agency yes. that does just the bare minimum, but they just, built on word of mouth because right. they they're doing good work, it, but yeah. they're doing things for like banks and like just yeah. businesses that are not um, safe. interested. Yeah, very safe. Yeah. And they're doing great work and it's just expected and mm -hmm. it's received fine, but it's not, you know, it's just not anything new. Yeah. And so that's our angle is like we want to offer something fresh. Mm. Is there anyone that you can say that you've done work for that you people would know right now? Like people listening would be like, oh, I know this business has been like... Uh, we do a lot of work with the Jones Assembly and okay. the social order would yeah. be one. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of work that is not published mm -hmm. um, that I'm super excited to talk about more in the next few months, but I don't, you know, yeah. want to, you know... Yeah, you can't do that. That's fine. That, yeah, I wouldn't want to force you to do that. Yeah, those, yeah. So Which we have is a good lot, though. you know, That's great. keep your eye out for new things, but super yeah. excited to, you know, launch all of the crazy stuff we've been yeah. working on. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I want to go back a little bit. I want to go back to the model thing because yes. like, that's such a unique story and people listening like, look, I'm sure we'll hear about fringe because I'm definitely going to have you both on the podcast and we'll talk about fringe in, in depth, but going to New York at 18 and then getting literally like, you're not going home, you're staying now mm -hmm. and throwing the deep end and having this whole experience. And then the day before feeling bad and, and then going on a two year, you know, <laughs> illness or whatever it is. Yeah. What, I mean, when you're there that like you're in the house, you're seven, the seven girls in the house, mum has gone home. There's nobody there. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are you like, what are you thinking? What is it like? Do you have, is it just the girls there? Do you have people coming around every now and then just check on you guys? Like I assume everyone right. was kind of the same age, really young or not. Uh, everyone was from different walks of life, yeah. all pretty young. It was, it was crazy for mm -hmm. sure. Um, and there was, um, definitely competition within the house. So it's it like wasn't just like, house. yes, it wasn't like this cute little sleepover by any means. Um, the way the layout was, I lived on Broom and Broadway in Soho, which is just a gorgeous area, mm. like insanely nice. Um, but the actual apartment itself now, uh, not so nice, no heat. Um, it definitely felt like a prison. Oh, Our no um, agents would laugh that we were like in jail cells because you walk in, it's like a little tiny kitchen, a teeny tiny living room, and then just a really narrow kind of depressing hallway with four doors. Yeah. And each bedroom is literally way smaller than my living room we're sitting in now. It's just a stack of, you know, twin sized bunk beds on one side and two tiny little wardrobes and maybe a foot of walking room. Like yeah. if you have to close the door and then like open the wardrobe, like it was tiny. Yeah. And so I, you know, just felt like I was living in like a weird little like fashion prison. It was, <laughs> it was um, a fascinating experience. Uh, one of the girls, was Russian and didn't speak much English at all. All she would do is just like stand in the kitchen and like make her buckwheat and broccoli and drink her um, lemon water like once a day. And then she would just and go back it. into her room. And yeah. That was it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not maybe the healthiest. Um, there was a really sweet girl from uh, the UK. Her name is Lois. She was super sweet. And we, I, she's a good, yeah. good friend that I made there. Um, there's another girl named uh, Ida that 
she didn't want to say where she was from. She was just of the earth and like, you know, she's just some sort of <laughs> European is right. all I could gather. Sure. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, she was quite a bit older than me and she was just so cool and just like aloof. And I was just like, wow, okay, yeah. I guess we're not going to really be friends, but like, you're cool. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, she was just not there for yeah. anything to other than just, you know, do, to a, do a job. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was fascinating. And, um, I kind of came in as the new girl on the scene. These other girls had been working for months to yeah. prepare for fashion week. Like this was their moment. And I come in last minute and I, to you know, re, yeah, book one of the, the biggest, like, yeah. you know, opportunities that there was. And so there was almost this, uh, energy of the like new girls, being the great. new favorite girl, you know, and there was just kind of some tension there. And yeah. I was just like, I didn't understand. I was kind of young and naive and I was just like, I don't like, hi guys, I'm from yeah, Oklahoma I'm like, City. Like, Oklahoma. let's be like, friends. Yeah, can you believe I'm already on hold for the show? That's so crazy. You know, I just didn't realize, like, oh, I'm actually like being so annoying right now. <laughs> Looking back, <laughs> these at girls it, like, have been working why. for years. Yes, and I yeah. was just like, okay, so that makes sense as to why it was just like a weird energy within the house, yeah. but. It was crazy going on all these different castings, standing in a room of thousands of girls and just all wearing the same outfit. I mean, the, the uniform is black jeans, a black tank top, black heels, just again and again Every and again. Every single time. Yeah. And it's just this blank slate to really like be able to judge the these girls. And yeah, I mean, hair, whatever your natural state is for okay. your hair, just like down, no makeup just blank slate and um the calvin klein casting was super interesting they had you put on this like weird little slip dress and these heels and so every girl's wearing the exact same outfit Mm -hmm. and they have you walk in groups of five and girls that look so similar to me it would be like all brown hair blue eyes very fair skin and we all walk in unison and then it was just kind of like narrowing it down and be like okay you can leave and then wow, four walk and then you can leave yeah. brutal girls crying in the hallway like it was and, and not been told why not just like told, no, no you know yeah, you know what no. we're looking for right now yeah and that's the thing it's not because it's what they're looking for like there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it no there's right? yeah it's like oh no like you, you're not gonna be ready for you know be right for what we're our vision yeah. yeah. And these girls take it's it so personally. Throat, it? Oh, it's so cutthroat, especially for such <laughs> a young, years eight, old. 18 years old. Some of these girls are like 15 and I'm just like, it's okay, sweetie. Like, yeah. it's like literally not about you. Like You're being I'm being the Oklahoma and trying to like comfort everybody. Right. Yeah. Nice. I was yeah. like oddly too nice to compared to a lot of these other girls. And they're yeah. just like, what are you, why are you trying to comfort me right now? I'm like, I'm just like, leave me alone. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but fascinating world. Is there any sure. others that stand out that would just like, like, like the Calvin Klein one or, or kind of just stood out as different? Um, man, I definitely like that Alexander wing experience, like seeing my face up on that board yeah. was just crazy. Um, I is everyone told of, too? Yes. Everyone, like everyone, yes. like and you went like, you might've been, there was people taller than you. Oh, yeah, yeah. you were, I mean, there's a very standard size that all these girls have to be. So you, yeah. all the clothes look the same, you know, look good on everyone. Um, so not a ton of diversity in that era mm-hmm. of the fashion industry. This was 2016. It's definitely improved some, sure. but, um, I'm interested in hoping to see it like yeah. you know improve even at least more. the perception of it has improved some right yes yes it's it seems like quite they've as... had some media pressure and it's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah not get down to the size right the, yeah. the size in quotes like almost i'd say one percent of those girls are naturally that skinny and yeah. healthy you know but, yeah, but most of them are eating buckwheat 
and broccoli That's and you know crazy. it's it's crazy or whatever their version of this extreme diet yeah. was or or if they're eating enough they're working out for four hours a day you know it's just yeah it's really a lot to oh, it's wild isn't yeah it? to ask of your body that's just mad yeah. um so the, the the alexander wang experience did you ever get to meet anyone like i mean typical me not knowing anything about fashion <laughs> the two people that stand out to me are kate moss because i'm from the uk sure and yeah. i'm 30 and tara banks mm-hmm. is there anyone that like tara. stood out to you that that you met that were like oh you know you're like that, that weren't in the modeling competing against you but were they looking or helping out or what um no, I didn't get to meet anyone that was like super exciting uh-huh. to me yet because those girls don't ever go to the castings and you, you would sure. only meet them at the show, you know, and since I didn't get to walk those, sure. there was, I was going to walk in a show with like a bunch of girls that I really looked up to, but, um, I got to meet Chanel Amon. She was super sweet just mm-hmm. like super friendly, kind woman. Um, and then I met some like younger girls that like most people listening to this that don't know the fashion industry yeah. would have no idea who I'm talking about, but you know, girls that have like done this the and like walked for now. Prada and all the things, you know, it's yeah. super exciting. Um, but I didn't get to meet any like supermodels yeah. just yet. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's such a mad world, isn't it? Like, <sighs> and that's, I mean, I don't know it obviously, but just thinking about it and seeing and hearing you speak and just seeing other things in the media and like, this is ruthless. Oh, it's right? ruthless. Absolutely. And, you know, thankfully it's getting better, mm-hmm. but still like it's, you know, there's such a, there's such a different look in it for models. Like, mm-hmm. I think if you see a model in normal day, right, you think, oh, you know, she's just a nice girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say that she's a supermodel, right? Because no. they're looking for something totally different, kind of like Amazonian tall yeah. and like very skinny in the face or whatever. I mean, they're just looking for something that's not very the unique. same. Yeah. Unique is a great word mm-hmm. for it. Uh, and I, I remember being in school and there was a girl that modeled in school and just she didn't the reason they chose she didn't look like everybody else right. uh, and obviously then the training and the practice of the walking I mean that's a serious skill like that's it is yeah you know any uh, shoe you have to yeah. be able to just absolutely own it and just strut in and yeah. just yeah any disaster falls um or did you witness any I, I witnessed a few like at the castings too, which is also mortifying. If you Ankle fall in a casting, you're, you're thing, done. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, there's been some big falls that people think about, you know, like in the, like at big shows. Um, yeah. but oh, it's not too common, thankfully, cause that does ruin uh-huh. the vibe. You know, you're not, you're trying to give off this cool girl strut and then you right. just face plant really <laughs> ruins the mood. <laughs> but thankfully I never had anything too traumatic happen. Yeah. So with, I mean, you've gone through that, right. And then do you have, do you still have that itch? Is it still like, is it still like a site? I mean, I know you from listening to you, you, you are someone that really goes full into whatever it is that you're doing, right? Yeah. Like it was with the real estate, yeah. Um, you know, with joy and now it's fringe. Like you are fully into it. Absolutely. But does it like pick at you a little bit? Do you, you know, obviously you dress really well and you have the eye for it. Um, but you know, do you have that itch or scratch to go and do some, um, fashion stuff it doesn't have to be walking or modeling but just just to you know just to scratch the itch a little bit i definitely i'm still sad of course of how traumatically Mm -hmm. it all it all ended and um i love what i'm doing now 
And so that would always be yeah. my first priority. And I don't really have desire to try to go be a supermodel. Like, right. You yeah. know, like in at that caliber, that's not of any sure. interest to me. It's, you know, pretty brutal and just, I don't think it's a very healthy thing for my body. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I really miss that world and being surrounded by creative people that really inspire me mm-hmm. and being a part of like telling that brand story. And I feel like through Fringe, I can, you can be do that. equally as involved, if, if not more involved now and have yeah. a bigger say. And I feel like my you know, voice matters and is heard a little bit more now in this industry, sure. in, this, in this angle, um, rather than as at the model level is not as, yeah. you know, you're kind of told what to do. Yeah. Um, and now I'm the person, you know, yeah. you know, telling direct people telling to people do. what to do. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I do love, to be on. Um, you know, like being a little bit more in control Yeah, is, it's nice. And I yeah. get to set the stage and do all the set design, cast whatever I need for yeah. whatever client. And yeah. I'd love to get back into the fashion world and, you know, be able to work right. with fashion companies and helping them like really craft their message yeah. um, is a way that I think I could get So you haven't managed that. to marry the two yet with fringe and not yet especially in this uh not not direct not what i would right. call like yeah, fashion yeah, fashion yeah, yeah, yeah. um basic not fashion, to diminish basic anything that's here stuff. but no, you know high but, end, like yeah. brand building fashion like right not yet um, high end or whatever it is right yeah. yeah i especially you know such a unique year to have started a company with yeah. all this uh, congrats on that being successful honestly making it through COVID yeah I mean I guess we're still in it but you know that those yeah. few months of shutdown you know has really drastically affected the fashion industry yeah marketing and was not on people's priority list no that was COVID, the first was thing to cut yeah, yeah. Um, and so, spending money on clothes obviously right yeah so definitely um, on the dream board vision board but for now yeah. hasn't haven't got yeah. there yet it'll happen I'm sure I, um, I believe it will I mean you have the eye for it so it's just a matter of time until someone in Oklahoma City pops up or doesn't have to be in Oklahoma City the great thing about marketing is you yeah. can do it anywhere in the world yeah I would say uh, I mean maybe a 50-50 split of Oklahoma City to other yeah. indus- you know other cities that we're working with which is super nice you know mm-hmm. we kind of want to position fringe as we're, we're from the internet you know yeah. like we don't need to let um, location stop us from yeah. working for whoever we want to and yeah. so we have a lot of we've had clients on uh, east coast and west coast and that's good yeah it's been exciting to not let location limit us and yeah. you know a positive i can at least try to come up with for this whole like covid thing happening is you know mm. businesses are starting to understand like we don't need to be in person to work together. You know, yeah. we were already on that Zoom train before all of this. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we, you know, we'd been experienced, but most of, you know, the world wasn't as accustomed to that. Right. So now, you know, there's nothing stopping us from working awesome. with whoever. Yeah. That's so good. I'm super excited to, to see, you know, the, the client list that's coming yeah. and, and the new stuff. And then the one day you're getting that fashion job mm-hmm. that you're like, you know, telling them your story and they're like, yeah, like you have the passion, you have the backstory for it rather than mm-hmm. another client coming in. It's like, oh, oh right. yeah, we just do marketing and yeah, we right. have a few There's high end, from, but the, you know, you don't, no one has the emotional connection that you right. do. Yeah, which I is really fully cool. understand what yeah. it would take to work in that kind awesome. of industry. Well, I really appreciate you inviting me down. Thanks for coming yeah. on the podcast. How can everyone follow the stuff that you guys do uh, with Fringe and then how can they follow you? Um, well, you can follow us on Instagram at, at fringe.is um, and then and I believe I also have a dot in my username, Sophia.jans. Um, mm-hmm. And then our website is fringe.is as well. Awesome. Um, and keep an eye out for all the new work that we're about to be publishing. Super excited about. Yeah. 
Yeah. Great stuff. Thank well, you for awesome. having me. This was so fun. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad it's. Uh, I mean, you can by doing this, you can see why I love doing it because I get to hang out with new people every day and record podcasts and share their stories. So, for everyone listening, I'll post all the links down below that Sophia just mentioned. And yeah, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.